Hello and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I'm your host, Terrain Myricks. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Myricks. Katrina, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Um, partially because we haven't had to go to work in a very long time. Um, we haven't had to go to work in at least, uh, I think we're going back tomorrow, but it's been like 10 days. Yeah. 10 That's been days. great. How did we spend those 10 days? Uh, first we did nothing for a few days, and then we went on vacation for a couple days, and then we did some more nothing. Yeah. I, well, no, hang on. I wouldn't call, I wouldn't call after we came back from vacation, um, the first day back, I wouldn't call that nothing. Uh, we saw one of the greatest movies <laughs> that I've ever seen. Which one? Uh, and then one of the not-so-greatest movies I've ever seen. Um, we saw Ma, which was fucking great. That was an awesome movie. Ma was like... Ma was like the lesson that parents teach their kids uh, pre-2015. Right. <laughs> Which is, don't ever talk to anyone you don't know. Because, and here's what happens if you do like do that. 2015 was a weird year to pick. I feel like a little, it took a bit, but we're like, you know what, let's switch this shit up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we're, uh, yeah, but... But yeah, no. So Ma was fucking crazy, mm-hmm. and it was great. There were some there were some jump scares that we literally both screamed at. Just one. There was one you screamed at. There was one I screamed at earlier. Oh. In the, in the movie, I had screamed at it as well. And then we watched what? What's the second movie we watched? Deep Blue Sea. Deepest bluest. <laughs> did you enjoy the movie? Yeah, I did for the parts I was awake. Did you really wait? So you really enjoyed the movie? I yeah, it's enjoyable. That movie was not fucking it's entertaining. Enjoy. It was it was barely entertaining. Oh, Cool J talking with his bird, you know. That bird was a figment of his imagination. There was no bird. No other character in the movie acknowledged that a bird ever existed. Because they never were there at the same time. Right. Like, the first half of the movie, LL Cool J was by himself. He was in the kitchen. (laughs) That was so weird. (laughs) Oh, that was such a bad... That was was not a good movie. That was not a good movie. Um, We went to Atlantic City. Yeah. Was that fun? Did Did we go to the beach? Nope. Did we go just walk on the boardwalk? No, we didn't go anywhere. Did we fucking leave that hotel, didn't we? We did not leave that hotel. That was a hotel. great hotel. It was awesome. It had everything you could ever want. I had yeah. General Tso's wings in that hotel. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> what were the other wings you got? Like uh, teriyaki wings or something at the buffet? Oh, yeah, we got teriyaki. There were teriyaki. But that, that's... They, got, they have teriyaki chicken at, like... Yeah, but not wings. I thought that was different. That's... Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. I'll mm-hmm. give you that. It was good. It was good. What was your favorite part about it? I like the pool. The pool is nice. The pool with the hot tubs, yeah. My favorite part, I think, I think my favorite part, if we're talking about pool, I, I liked Pool After Dark, where the person who 100% was not employed by the hotel at all was just dancing in the front by themselves. <laughs> and the DJs just pl- has to, like, play off that person. <laughs> yeah, for hours. <laughs> for for hours! We left and came back, and the DJ was still, oh, that was great. Mm-hmm. That was, and then it, we left and came back, and then there were like professional dancers that were on the stage, just still not the one we fucking care about. <laughs> still not the one we care about at all. Um, so while we were gone, um, uh, during the past week, we had some fun stories. We're only going to talk about two. But I always mention one. Yeah, yeah. The the sharpie. The sharpie. We want to mention the sharpie. Um, real quick, I wanted to ask this because I thought it was I thought it was great. So. Backstory, President Trump in a tweet had said that 
um, Alabama was going to get hit by a hurricane. Um, <laughs> the National Weather Service had to come out and say, no, they're not going to get hit by a hurricane. Um, the Then Donald Trump um, went out and just kind of kept going with, I was right about this, I was right about this, including producing a map um, that had an obvious... It's They kept using the word doctored, and I, I know that that's the way the word should be used, but I feel like doctored takes a little bit more effort than yeah. taking a fucking Sharpie and drawing on the map. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so they had that, and then... The, uh, and then CNN kind of just went at him for the for a while with that. My question uh, is, uh, is CNN best served having this fight with them? I mean... What's the point of having this fight with the administration? It's a lie. Just broadcast, this is a lie, he lied, and move on. But they kept getting baited into attacks that I thought they didn't necessarily need to. That gets them uh, attention. That's true. And I, I It is annoying how... Pre-Trump era, we did look at CNN as a joke. Yep. Because they are a joke. <laughs> yep, that's true. Not, By not, the way, CNN, if you want me to be a contributor, I will. It's not because of partisan leanings. No. It's because, well, first off, like during Obama era, CNN tried so hard to be uh, both sides. Right. Like the they, middle they, of the they, both they, sides. The they wanted to be the yeah. center the centrist news organization. Yeah, but at the same time, they're so... Uh, what's the word? Um, they love attention. They, they, they okay. go for those big stories that aren't maybe actually in the public's best interest to right. know about, but get the most so attention. It is in a sense like ambulance chasing a little bit. Yeah, it's sort of like that. They're like the they're like the Nancy Grace of news networks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> where they're like where I mean we remember with the Malaysian plane that disappeared and they had 75 holograms about where it could fucking possibly be. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, no, they it, Or like wall-to-wall coverage of that woman in Florida who killed her child. Casey you, Anthony. Casey Anthony. Yeah. Those sorts of stories they fucking loved and they don't have that like this this stupid thing doesn't have value he drew a sharpie he took a sharpie because he was so upset about being called out for being wrong right. that he had to try to at every turn show that he was right right so just like you said point out that it's obviously not true and move on yeah it doesn't see, need to be wall-to-wall coverage of this it's a spectacle that's, yes, that's they love is. spectacle i think i think with with this and with a lot of other things in this administration, I, and I, I do think CNN is trying to like right the wrong that they that they have perpetrated, which was helping him become the president. But they haven't really. But they're still going after the spectacle of it. I, I agree. I agree. But I think they're like trying to like push back against him in itself, mm-hmm. right? Like, like they're trying to like he he is a straight up liar, and we have as a new news organization the ability to. Step in and fight him. Right. And say, this is wrong. He is wrong. But then, they feed into another thing. Like, again, you're right, with the spectacle, this is, a, this is a fun, hilarious thing, like a showdown between the president and a news organization, which, honestly, normally is not hilarious, but in this case, it's just something that we're, like, interested in. And it's more interesting in... Sorry, it's more interesting than the dumb, horrible things that he does that are not, like, as important. Not, sorry, not important. Not as important to the um, average viewer. Like, not as interesting to the average viewer. But he, that that's that's where we're at. I just, I... Stuff like this, 
Like, it should be reported on factually, and then it should be relegated to, like, memes, because it is so fucking ridiculous. Like, and we, we should, should be paying... Memes take care of We it, should guys. be paying more attention to the serious things that he is doing, but that's not what happens. No, like, and we never do, and no. we never will, because he never does anything serious. He's very mm. cool. Um, no, but yeah, we wanted to bring that up, because that was really weird. <laughs> like, that was really dumb, and... I mean, it's... We also missed the... We missed the hurricane. I'm sorry, the, the nuking the hurricane thing. We yep. didn't get a, We didn't get a shot at that. And I... I'm so mad. That, literally, we did an episode... Actually, you know what? I don't remember the last episode. We might have talked about it. But I know we did an episode, and then after we did the episode and posted the episode, um, it came out that he suggested to national security leaders... Sorry, not to... To um, leaders in his, in his administration that um, an idea... That we ha- that he had was let's just drop a nuke in the middle of a hurricane. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm like, what? What is this? What is this? And I was so mad that it happened so close to after we all like we wrapped this up that I'm like, fuck, mm-hmm. we could have we could have feasted on that. Yeah. That would have been. I mean, it's just great because my uh, we would have had a new segment called. Uh, <laughs> What should we nuke now? <laughs> Where we just talk about weird things that are happening, uh, whether it be uh, weather emergencies or just, uh-oh. Anyway, um, whether it be weather emergencies or uh, ambulances driving by, what, what, what thing should we nuke in this specific situation? <laughs> uh, okay. What? Do you not think that we should... Anyway. Um, I, I think... It's frustrating. I, I mean, I, we're not a serious podcast, so that's fine. I'm definitely serious. But it's so frustrating that serious... You don't understand how f- serious it is on this side of the table. Serious I news... I care inc- <laughs> Oh, sorry. My serious news outlets don't... Like, are covering this nuke in the hurricane and drawing this... Sharpie marker, and then they're, they're like ignoring issues like Planned Parenthood losing the Title X funding, right? Which you know keeps Planned Parenthood in business and providing services to women. And it's like, uh, yeah. we don't talk about that though. Right. The serious news media doesn't, that's not interesting to anybody. Uh, by the way, I, I, would, I would switch the wording up a little bit. I wouldn't call Planned Parenthood like a business, it's, it's like a keep the phrase keeping in business, yeah. That's doesn't necessarily mean it's a business. Yeah, okay. I, I don't like. I don't. It's not like the phrasing. Keep it in a nonprofit. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. That's what I like. That's what I like. So, let's uh, let's move on to our uh, actual topics. So, we didn't really talk when certain people jumped in the race, um, and I just I I don't truly care that they jumped in the race because it's not really going to make a big difference. But it is important to talk about the fact that there is technically a race for the Republican nomination. Um, with we, a, fi- filled with <laughs> uh, clowns. Like, it's what? a clown car. I mean, yeah. The yeah. largest clown is the current uh, clown in chief. Yeah. He's real. He's got the, he's the top right for now. Sure. He's got he's the, the hair. top. But there's some other clowns that are really pushing to get to that. Yeah. The, the, Big top? I can't think of other things for clowns. Um, so, so we have. Let's let's go through who we have here. We have um, William Wells, 
um, former libertarian vice presidential candidate. Uh, unlike the top of the ticket, he can name a foreign leader that he respects. Also, he can name a foreign leader. Um, Wasn't he like the governor of some... He was also the governor of Massachusetts, Massachusetts. as a Republican, I believe. I'm... Is that where Romney was the governor? Too? Mitt Romney was the governor of Massachusetts, yes. So um, William Weld was the governor of Massachusetts from 1991 until 1997. Um Mitt Romney came in 2003 and then was governor until 2007. Hmm. Um, so we have William Weld. Uh, we also have uh, Joe Walsh. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about all three of them like yeah. in a bit. We're going to talk about all of them at the same time. But I would like to have a special shout out for Joe Walsh. Because Joe Walsh, he is a guy who... Seems to say things and then kind of now he's now that he's running for president, um, kind of not not subscribe to the things that he said in the past. But he's reneged on most of his previous statements. Right. But the thing yeah. the things that he have said in the past is very important. Um, right. And I, I, we're going to we're going to talk about them later. Okay. I think we'll, we'll talk about them later. Um, but he is... He was like a representative, right? He's a representative from the great state of Illinois. Um, yep, the Illinois uh, 8th Congressional District. He lost to Tammy Duckworth after a two-year oh. term. He was he was the one who... He was brought in in the, um, the Tea Party wave of 2010. Uh-huh. He had like a radio hosting gig. I, I think he has one now. Yeah. I don't know if he had one. That, I, I don't remember him before he decided to run and just try to ruin the country from the inside. I don't know when he was like, yeah. do what he's doing from the outside. Right. And then we have um, former uh, former uh, House representative um, from the first, con- uh, first Congressional District of South Carolina. Also former governor of South Carolina and part-time Argentinian hiker Mark Sanford <laughs> who has decided to run to restore whatever to Dig- the dignity dignity <laughs> to the uh, faithfulness to the, to the oval office <laughs> um so we have these three. Now, these three are the people who have decided that they are going to run. There were talks about Larry Hogan, popular governor from Massachusetts, saying that he was... What's with these, re- like, not crazy Republican governors from Massachusetts? Like, Ron... Said, Mass- I'm sorry, I, I said Massachusetts, I meant Maryland. Yeah. Oh, okay, he was yeah. from Maryland. But yeah, though there are... we See... Massachusetts, Massachusetts is more of like a liberal state. It is a liberal state. So I guess they've got like It is a liberal state, but it is not um it is not a democratic state necessarily. Yeah. They will go Demo- they, they will go democratic in the in the presidential election, but they do they are not a state that's like a just clearly never going to vote Republican yeah. state and it's their current their current governor right now is Charlie Baker who is amongst the most popular governors what the fuck? Are you amongst the most popular governors in the United States. Uh-huh. They they they're not a they're not a state that's just. Um, but it seems like if they pick a Republican, they don't go real crazy conservative. They do not. It. 
Yeah. They do not. That's why Mitt Romney wasn't a crazy conservative before he decided to run for president. Yeah. He was middle of the road. He respected a woman's right to choose. Yeah. He, he had a lot of he had a lot of different positions before he's like, wait, these other Republicans aren't cool with this, uh-huh. and I want to be the president. Um. So let's let's have a chat about some of these uh, some of these. Um, Candidates. Let's let's start with William Weld. Do you have any real thoughts on <laughs> William Weld? I know most of us don't. I I have a good thing that I will say about about Weld. I mean, um, I, but I, I think he when he was running by the side of what was his Gary name? Johnson. Gary Johnson. You could clearly smartest tell. guy to ever run for the office of president. You could tell whenever they do, like, an interview together or something like that, that clearly William Weld was the smart one. <laughs> yeah! Switch the... Yeah. Switch... Switch the shit! Yeah. <laughs> like... For sure. I, I did not like that... That... I don't like Gary Johnson. I think that Gary Johnson um, go is... I don't know. It's just like a, I'm flaunting the fact that I don't know anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that makes me really great. Like it doesn't. It makes you bother me. Yeah. Um, like I I know that I'm not the smartest of guys, but I'm also not a guy running for the fucking highest office in the world? Question mark. Like the I, that that bothered me at William Weld to hitch his wagon to a guy so unbelievably unfit to do the job, mm-hmm. but then. What's unfit when we have the current president that we have? Um, but it just, it made no sense to me. I will say I will give William Weld credit because, um, like, a little bit before the election, I don't remember the specifics of, like, how close it was to the election of 2016. He came out and said, you know, someone needs to, I'm going to, I'll be the one to go out and give Hillary Clinton pre- credit because she deserves it. She deserves credit. And the, she, uh, I, I, it was like a, it was a small gesture of, like, a, I don't think that you should be having the the specific problems that you're having in this election. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure if it was like pre or post Comey letter and <laughs> that kind of nonsense, but I think he made it like, I don't know. He seemed to at one point like make it clear like, guys, this isn't a good idea. Don't go over the side. Do not go to libertarians. We are going to straight up mess this up. Don't. But, you know, what can you do? Um, William Weld has... Little to no chance to unseat the president. <laughs> I mean, saying little is generous. Yeah. He has no chance. Literally no chance. Yeah, zero. And let's be clear, none of them do. No. Right? None of them do. Um, what do you think his intentions are running this race? Uh, probably just to stay in the spotlight and maybe ramp up for something down the line. You think so? Yeah, what else is there? What other point is there? I I truly don't think that William Weld thinks that he has much of a political future. Mm -hmm. I mean, William Weld is like, uh, not not to be like, you know, ageist, but William Weld is an older guy, 74. I don't think he's looking to grab a seat in the house in Massachusetts, which I think that'll be a harder one to win for him than than, uh, anything else. Like... I, I don't know. He's not. He's obviously not looking for a cabinet position in a in a Republican administration. Maybe a Democratic. But I, I don't. I don't think that he really has. I think this is just a rebuke to the president. This is just a. This is. I, I don't see him as the same way I see Joe Walsh. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying. I, I think that William Weld seems to kind of have like a thing where it's like I don't. 
this is not okay with me, but <laughs> there's nothing much I can do about it besides this. And I know it's not much, but it's, mm-hmm. I give him more credit than I give others running in this race. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a, a necessarily like totally vanity move for him because I don't think he thinks he has a political uh, future. What do you think his political future would be? I have no idea, but I also don't think this is anything at all. It's not really a rebuke. (laughs) Most of the country doesn't care. Most of the Republicans don't care, so it doesn't... I don't think it means anything, really. Right, but some, I would say, maybe some do. Maybe some have some sort of moral backbone or some sort of spine and would say... If you give me a viable option outside of this guy, I'll do it. But there, he's not a viable option. I agree. I agree he's not a viable option, but I think he wants to be a viable option. I think he wants to give people who have that, like, this president is straight up garbage, and I know it, and yes, I love tax cuts, but not this fucking guy attached to them. I think that they he's trying to tap into that. I don't, I, I don't think he knows, I, I, sorry, I think he knows he's not going to win. And I don't think he really gives a shit if he does. I think it's literally just a, this president is awful and someone needs to go out and say that he's awful. But that's just me. I, I may be thinking very highly of William Weld, and I don't know why, but I don't think that he's as awful and heinous as the others that are running in the race. So let's move on to another one of our um, new primary challenges for the president. Joe Walsh, as we said, Joe Walsh was a uh, representative in the 8th Congressional District of Illinois. He lost to Tammy Duckworth. He also is a real fucking... Whew, real, real not cool person. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was a birther. He was a birther. He, in fact, he was very on the side of Donald Trump before, I don't know when the turn was. Yeah. Um, but he had said um, in a tweet, uh, if Donald Trump doesn't win, um, I'm grabbing my, mu- I think he said my musket in a tweet, like an idiot. Um, but he's like, I'm grabbing my musket, uh, you win. Yep, he literally did. He said, I'm grabbing my musket, you win. Um, he has said after the shooting of Dallas police officers in 2016, um, the quote, this is now war. Watch out, Obama. Watch out, Black Lives Matter punks. Real America is coming after you, unquote. You know, real cool. Kind of... <laughs> Not, uh, white people are real America. Uh-huh. Everybody else is other. Um, he is a real dick. <laughs> um, he also, in 2019, which August of 2019 said, uh, 2019 said that he doesn't consider himself a racist, though he acknowledged that he said racist things on Twitter. Um, now, let's chat. What do you think about Joe Walsh? <laughs> I think it's interesting that he has admitted that he is partially responsible for the, you know, 
attitude in America that brought forth Donald Trump mm-hmm. and brought him into power. He's acknowledged that he's responsible. He's apologized. Um, he apologizes for pretty much everything he said. He said in the past when you bring it up, when it's brought up in like interviews and stuff like that. So that's interesting. Uh, doesn't mean he should be the president. <laughs> so, I just want to, because we've talked about this a little bit. You give him a little bit more, like, not not leeway, or I don't want to say the word leeway, and I don't necessarily want to say the word credit, but I don't want to give him a bit more than you do with Joe Biden. Yeah, because Joe Walsh apologizes for what he said. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden doesn't. Right. Which is the same thing Trump does, so that's uh-huh. great. Um, I think... We should encourage people to be like Joe Walsh in that they self-reflect, recognize that they said or did terrible things, and then apologize for it. Uh, But you just shouldn't run for president either. Do you you truly think this is a real self-reflection of Joe Walsh? And Joe Walsh is saying, you know what, guys? I made mistakes. I can't believe I said super racist things like the president wasn't born here. Um, in re- referring to Barack Obama. So, my penance for making those mistakes is I will be your president. <laughs> and I will right the wrongs that I have endured on this country. I do apologize. I will be the president to make things better. Part of me thinks he's just a counter uh, counterculture counter power kind of guy like right. whoever is in charge and in power he's I'm gonna, against, that, he's person. against that person it's Part like of- me when i grew up in this state right <laughs> it's me when i grew up as like a person who like all of my friends were like eagles or steelers fans and all my friends like like the sixers and i'm like I mean, eh, fuck all those people <laughs> sure you yankees fan sure um <laughs> <laughs> I, I, All my friends didn't hate the Yankees. Right. They were too busy. But if the Yankees not. weren't the most popular team in the 90s, then who the fuck was? <laughs> I, that's a good question. Yeah. Anyway. The Diamondbacks. No. <laughs> <laughs> so part of me thinks it might be that, that he just is like, you know, anti. When, they, when the Tea Party didn't have power, he was on board. And then once they become the president, he wants to go against it now. So, but I don't know when I actually, when we listened to an interview he did on Fox Business where the host was a complete fucking tool. Stuart Varney, <laughs> the coolest guy on earth. I don't think it's the president like, lies. No, no. I, I think he exaggerates. There's no way the president lies. He, he exaggerates. <laughs> By the way, he has a, a British accent, a British accent. Yeah. So I'm doing a fake one. Uh, his sounds better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I honestly thought Joe Walsh sounded genuine. So, Are you fucking serious? I did think he sounded genuine. <laughs> I think, Were you clouded or did you really think he didn't sound genuine? I think genuine? there are definitely times where I listen to Joe Walsh and he's like apologizing or stuff. I'm using, using air quotes on a podcast, so I apologize. I think he's apologizing or stuff. And sometimes it seems like he's using that apology to kind of pivot to the next thing he wants to talk about. Yeah. Like he's using that apology to say, and that's why I'm a better president that I would be a better president than him because I can recognize the mistakes that I've made. Yeah. Are any of my policies wrong? No. Are any of the things that I believed in the past, um, policy wise, would I change any of those things? No, but 
should I change my rhetoric? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I apologize for my past rhetoric. But that brings me to how the president is unfit. I get it. I, I do I do think that, and I mean, I'm not playing the gun to my head game because I shoot me twice, but I don't, I don't necessarily buy Joe Walsh's nonsense. And I'm not saying it from a person who literally is just like, I'm clouded by my hatred of Joe Walsh, though I do dislike Joe Walsh very thoroughly. Um, it's that... It, what changed him? Right. I'd what be curious was to the know thing too. that what was the catalyst? The tipping that, point. That, yeah, that moved him to a spot of no, we need to talk to people with dignity. Yeah. I mean, sure, I told Black America that I was coming for them, <laughs> but like, we need to talk to each other with. Di- I want to know what that was. I would love to have like a specific conversation with him. Listen. To be like, this is the stuff that you said. What was the point when you realized this was fucking wrong? Mm-hmm. I just think you need to keep in mind and be it clear. I do not think he should be the president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you're not? Yeah. So wait, should I not? Because I had like, I had, I had a whole production thing. I had music. <laughs> I had, like, straight up a banner that was just going to be for us, not the podcast <laughs> listeners. But it was going to be about how you endorsed Joe Walsh for this election. You're not doing that? No, no, no. Okay. But I think it's good to have a voice out there. You know, however... We have William Weldon. He doesn't have the racist past that Joe Walsh does. That's not what I'm talking about. Sorry, go ahead. Please let me finish. <laughs> You're right. That was my bad. Let me just put the banner back. <laughs> there are... I think there are a significant number of people who voted for Donald Trump and regretted it and maybe have changed from or or bought into the the racism and the rhetoric and then, you know, kind of came to their senses after a while. I think there are people like that and it's good to have a voice of a prominent person out there saying that hopefully more people realize they don't have to, like, stand by all this shit, you can improve yourself and and acknowledge and move past that sort of thing. Because otherwise, what is what is our future? Uh, eliminating those people? <laughs> like, Wait, what? The 40% of the population approves of him. Hang on, hang on. Uh, real quick, are you proposing nope, that No, I we... said what else? Yeah, I know. You said action? what else is our what else is our future? And then gave an idea. Was yeah, that what you were was, looking for? It was a crazy idea. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Good. Good, we good, need good, these good. people to come to their senses and, and acknowledge that they were wrong. So you think the Democrats should shoot for those people? No, not those four. And try to. Oh, no. Well, hang I on. don't think the Democrats should. I don't, should. Do <laughs> I do don't think the Democrats should be shooting for them. The, the I Republicans think should be the ones trying to get. Somebody like Joe Walsh out there making this acknowledgement, I think this is a shift that needs to happen within... I don't think these people are going to become Democrats. But I think there's a shift that needs to happen in the Republican Party to take them away from their fucking crazy, insane nonsense and back to just, you know... (laughs) Hang on, stop. That's a good question. Like, take them back to what specifically? Because before, they were still on the side of those horrible policies that disenfranchised people. 
it's just now they aren't saying out loud that they're trying to disenfranchise those people? Is that what we're looking to get them to? I mean, I'd love it if they were all just not bigots, but... Right. I think there was definitely some more uh, civility and less hostility and less, like, racial tension and uh, just an overtone of violence... That, that violence could break out at any moment in this country, and that's yeah. really not great. No, I agree. Yeah, I that's, agree. that's kind of the thing I'm, no, that, I'm looking for. And that makes sense. That's and I don't what, think that's a Democrat. The Democrats aren't going to be able to do that. That's something the Republican Party needs to do within itself if it wants to not turn into the Nazis. No, that makes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. No, that makes sense. It, it, I, think, I think what you're arguing makes a little bit of sense, where it's just like um, you need someone who was in there uh, who said something like, um, this is our war now. Watch out, Obama. Watch out, Black Matter punks. Or um, if if Trump doesn't win on November 8th, uh, sorry, November 9th, uh, I'm grabbing my musket. Are you in? You definitely need someone who's like that to go, hey, guys, I maybe should have calmed the fuck down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have, like, lost it that much. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Do you think? Yeah. I just, yeah, I just said that. Right, That's just I like just was... Explaining to oh, so the, you sounded sarcastic, but yeah. No, uh, that's fair. I we we have this problem where we can't tell when <laughs> each other are acknowledging that the other said something good mm-hmm. because we are one hundred percent really sarcastic with each other. Uh, it's kind of shitty. We need to work that out. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll deal with it. We'll just be confused for the rest of our lives. And now our final primary challenger. The uh, heavyweight champion from <laughs> South Carolina. He was the governor of South Carolina. He was a representative from the 1st Congressional District. And he is a part-time Argentinian hiker. It's our main man, Mark Sanford. Um, what do you think Mark Sanford brings to the race that the other two don't? Or is there anything specifically funny that you'd like to highlight about Mark Sanford. I think we should both be clear and acknowledge that he's definitely only doing this for attention. I mean, Joe Walsh is only doing it for attention. Who would you rather give attention to? I mean... We don't have to choose. Yeah. So we're fine. Yeah. And honestly, most people don't have to choose, and they're not going to, they're going to choose the president. But, um... Did you see what Trump tweeted? I'm assuming he brought up the, and let's talk about it, the extramarital affair that Mark Sanford was having while governor of South Carolina, which caused him to leave the state for an extended period of time and not tell anybody. About a week. And have, and have literally headlines in the news as to where he has gone, because it seemed like he was missing. He was missing. hiking in the Appalachian. He was missing. He didn't tell. Oh, yeah. And then it came uh, hiking in the Appalachian Trail, and Appalachia turned into Argentina, and it's because that's where his new love was. <laughs> um, so that's his whole thing. But no, what was the tweet? Well, and Trump did the same thing last year, but correctly. Um, well, spelled correctly. Uh, he tweeted. <laughs> he tweeted, you know, about how he disappeared into Argentina, uh, but he said to be with his. Previously, he said flamingo dancer. This time, he just Flam- said, "Wait, stop, flamingo dancer." Flamingo dancer. 
Um, this time he said flaming dancer. Uh, one. Fla- flamenco is the word. Okay. Um, and it is a Spanish dance in Spain. Which is not. Which is not Argentina. Which is decidedly not Argentina. Is that Two. Right? The woman that Mark Sanford had the affair with was a journalist. <laughs> like, she's not just a. Like, a, I guess he was kind of trying to imply that she was a stripper kind well, of thing. Well, you know? women don't have actual... <laughs> like, literally, I was trying to find the tweet specifically, and I... Um, oh, just Google Trump flaming dancer. Oh, no, my problem was I went through his actual Twitter oh, page... and terrible. ...got myself caught into his dumb thing where he was talking about, um, quote, musician John Legend... Sorry, musician yeah. John Legend and his filthy-mouthed wife. Yep. Yeah, that's who Chrissy Teigen is. That's what we talk about, Chrissy. That's how we talk about Chrissy mm-hmm. Teigen. She's just the filthy mouth wife of John Legend. Yeah. Ugh. Good. <laughs> Done. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, but it is funny when Trump criticizes someone for uh, extramarital affairs. Yeah. Right? Well, the, the <laughs> thing is because he gets away with it. Yeah. He literally gets away with it. Now, yeah, they don't care. Now, well, I mean, the Democratic Party cares. They are actually looking into his. Uh, Hush payments to keep extramarital affairs quiet. Um, currently in the House, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is that is interesting. What's happening? But but let's go back to Mark Sanford, who yeah, we uh, no question mock about this straight up hilarious nonsense. Um, he left the state to he left the city. He was the governor of at the time he was governor um, to be with a woman and came back like yeah. Let me just ask. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say a phrase, and then I'm going to let you comment. Party of family values. You go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Republicans. Um, you know, just to mention something from that Chrissy Teigen thing. She Let's get back to Chrissy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's cool as shit, by the way. Yeah. She, we hung out. After, she after, does great, does great. <laughs> after he did that, she went on like Twitter and uh, posted something calling him... Um, oh, Pussy ass bitch president. <laughs> and people started fucking tweeting that all over the place, and I thought that was great. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. I mean. I'm pretty sure they were doing hashtag pussy ass bitch. <laughs> president pussy ass bitch. Oh my god. I mean. See, that's the thing. The president can't talk about. Someone else filthy mouth with mm-hmm. their filthy mouth. Um, the tweet specifically, I just want to <laughs> make sure I got it. I'm sorry, I pulled it up here. Was um, <laughs> Chrissy Teigen quote, "LOL, what a pussy ass bitch." Tagged everyone but me and honor, Mister President. I mm-hmm. love Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. She's cool as shit. She's not fucking around, and if you don't. Don't step to her if you're not going to step to her. You're going to step to her. Um, but yeah, no. So let's get back to Mark Sanford, even though I am now putting my hat in the Sorry, not putting my hat in the ring. I'm putting Chrissy Teigen's hat in the ring. I will vote for Chrissy Teigen in a primary right now. Yeah. Um, uh, Mark Sanford was able to come back from um, his Argentinian adventure to... Uh, make it back to the house. Is he and in in a state like South Carolina? Um, is he going to make a dent in the? Never mind. 
I just realized that's what the next topic was. <laughs> um, and it was like a joke question, and it doesn't work now because they did that. But um, Mark Sanford, does he, what does he offer that Joe Walsh and uh, William Weld don't? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what about, what about, um, I don't have it. I'm trying. I'm trying to have it. What about... He he is a... Oh, he's nothing. He's a former governor, William Weld. He's He's a former House member, Joe Walsh. He was a House member longer than Joe Walsh. What? So you think his is just purely vanity? I mean, this guy... He clearly had some issues, I think. What? You, you don't think? I, I, I want an explanation. Taking longer than a, a week uh, to disappear from your job as governor to go to South America? You probably no think you can there? get away with that. <laughs> yeah. And then running again after that. I know he, he won! won what are you talking about? He fucking won! That is crazy. That's just crazy. Yeah. No. I, I just... He, he actually... Yeah. There was speculation that he would run in 2012. <laughs> like, I don't know. I I think that... What do you um, think he brings? Oh, I don't think any of them bring anything. Okay. <laughs> Besides William Weld, I don't think any of them bring anything. I think that uh, William Weld brings, like, a... I don't know. A seriousness to it that... Yeah. That, like... Like, a seriousness and understanding. But that's sort of undercut by the fact that he was the vice president of what is Aleppo guy. Yeah. So, it's a little bit hard. Um, but I don't, I don't see, I, Joe Walsh, I literally see is this is just a vanity project so he can start his new, whatever career that he's going to do, um, criticizing, I don't know, everybody. Um, Mark Sanford, I don't get, I don't, like, what decency do you think you have that the president doesn't? I mean, you probably have some, but it's hard when you're undercut by this message of you're the guy who left the state while you were the governor to go to Argentina to be with your lover. Like, that's rough. Also, you're a part of the party of uh, family values. But obviously that shit doesn't fucking matter because nope. they don't give a shit. Nope. They do not. They do, and I think I think that's actually one thing that I if I if I do I would love to have Strine back on. Strine, come on if you hear this, but I would my my one hundred percent first conversation would be: Do you think that the Republican Party is the family about? Fa- I'm sorry, the party of family values. Because they're fucking not. Yeah. They're literally not. They're literally, they put children in cages and are breaking up families. They are pro-life. They're a pro-life party. That's all that matters to them. Full stop. Yeah. Full stop. Um, But yeah. So, (laughs) this, in this, let's be clear, this would be a very easy um, walkthrough for the president. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't have any problem with any of these people. The Republican Party is not so sure, so they are doing their best to end primaries and caucuses for the Republican nomination. Um, three states, um, South Carolina, Nevada, and Kansas, have all ended their party's nomination process in order to um, ensure that the president is able to continue um, uh, as their nominee. Uh, 
Uh, of course, the candidates have problems with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Walsh has gone on on multiple television tele- television appearances talking about how this is an awful thing to do for democracy. Um, others have said that this is very bad for democracy, not just the excuse me the can the candidates. What do you think about the Republicans kind of canceling primaries and canceling caucuses to make sure that Trump is the nominee? I think more people need to understand what the primary process actually is in our country. Uh-huh. It's run by the party. It has There is no federal law saying we need to have primaries. Yeah. There's no federal laws governing the how a primary is run. Like, That's why we can have caucuses. That's why we can have... Yeah. Um, they used to just primaries. That's why states can kind of change up the way they do it. Yeah. Like the state party can. Yeah. It's all it's all down to the party. The party gets to choose. The party used to just pick the candidate without voters' input. So it's which was the best, and we want to get back to that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> might have been good for us last time. No, it wouldn't have. The party would have picked the. We if we didn't have, had, have to go through a primary... We still would have had the DNC, though. The DNC would have just picked Hillary Clinton. We I know, but I'm sorry, my apologies. I'm sorry, my apologies. We still would have had the Democratic National Convention, and we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have like, barred Sanders supporters from getting in. So we still would have had that, like, mess on the floor where um, there are chants and booze. We don't have kit. to do that, though. I agree we don't have to, but... So if we, well, just, stop, if stop, we were stop, just stop, picking... No, 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 stop, stop, stop. I understand we don't have to, but look, what kind of... The DNC is supposed to be a fucking, like, four-day infomercial. Like, there's no reason to not do it. I just said Mm. that we used to pick the candidates in the back room. Yep. And that's what we would do, so there would be no reason to have a floor vote at the DNC. I'm not talking about about just a vote. It wasn't just the vote that was this was a problem. If we said back in... Do January st- of that year, that Hillary Clinton was going to be our nominee. You think Bernie Sanders would be you like think six months later at the DNC? Bernie Sanders is going to come protest. Like, you, think I don't Bernie, think, oh, you think Bernie Sanders is like this is fine? No, no worries. I don't think that I'm with her too. If we didn't have primaries, I don't think we would have had that situation at all. So. All right, you heard it here first. Katrina against primaries. Primaries get the fuck out of here. We want the party to anoint the leader. Is that right? Nope. That's what she said. Here we go. I mean, we wouldn't have had Trump either, so that would have been nice. That would have been pretty nice. I mean, <laughs> yeah, when you when you look at it that way, you're like, okay, cool. We shouldn't let people make decisions. President Jeb Bush, I guess. <laughs> wait, wait, what? what? What was that last thing you said? What? I mean, it's on a microphone. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think any other states are going to push for this? Uh, Possibly. Mean, like you, you you said earlier that they save a bunch of money by not doing the primary. They, so. I said it earlier to you yeah. in life. Yes. You got to tell, you got to make sure to distinguish that we talked about this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no. Um, we, yeah, there were, there were, um, uh, the party said that they could save, I think it was Nevada. I, I have the article up actually to find it. But there's an article from CBS News from um, Eleanor Watson who said that the party spokesman for, uh, the sorry, the Republican Party spokesman for, sorry, my goodness, I am losing my mind. It's very hard to read. Um, the Nevada GOP spokesperson uh, said the state would, par- the state party 
would save nearly $150,000 if it cancels the caucuses for 20, their 2020 cycle. Mm-hmm. I said it. I read it. Good give, me a, give me a medal. Someone give me a medal. Uh, but no, that, that, that saves a lot of money for, right. for a party that they can then use yeah. to... And none of these, the state official, like, none of the state GOP party people want to unseat Trump. And, like, that's no. just not advantageous There's literally, you, if you go through each state, they're not going to want to unseat their their incumbent. In fact, yeah. if you look at the president, when, when Barack Obama was the incumbent president, only state that you'd say that was about was uh, West Virginia, and they still went with Obama. My goodness, I believe it was seventy-two, sorry, sixty-two percent in um, his primary against. Oh man, I want to say the person was still in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that primary? Vaguely. That was that was one of my favorites. Um, yeah, Barack Obama lost. Sorry, Barack Obama won, but but with sixty-two percent of the vote in West Virginia for someone. Against someone who had was in prison at the time, <laughs> so, so I thought that was really good. so. So yeah, but I mean, do you think this that the that the um, push for canceling primaries and caucuses is going to be a setback for the president? Because t- no. Nothing. No. Nothing is going to affect him going up to... Do you? I don't know. I just think it's... I think it's a thing where it's like, he's going to win. He's going to win. None of the the people that are running have any shot to take this away from him. So, just let them run and lose. I don't understand. What what if... I'm sure there is some dissent amongst Republicans. If his candidates combine for like... Let's say thirty percent. They won't. Then they won't. It. I think it doesn't matter what the number is. I think he doesn't want to see any number against. I. Him. I agree. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um. That the president. This is mostly about the president's feelings. Absolutely. <laughs> like this is one hundred percent. Like the president. Well, the president won't like if we do this. He's. He's a very thin-skinned person. He does not want this. That like. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No. I. I agree with that. I. I don't think that. Um. There's any, I don't think there's any merit in stopping it, but I, I get it when they're, when they're, that side is afraid that there might be a, that might be, you know, a problem for the nominee if the nominee sees that there's a problem for the nominee. Do you think it's problematic that these states are canceling? I think it's problematic, but I understand the way that the, I understand that it's not a specific situation where this isn't the federal government doing it. This isn't the state government doing it. Right. These are private parties that are doing it because the Democratic Party and the Republican Party are private parties. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um, I, I don't think that it's a... I mean, in 2004, again, according to the same article, in 2004, 10 primary challenges... Sorry, not challenges. 10 states um, that had primaries or caucuses canceled them in order to support President George W. Bush. Because according to them, there was no significant, um, there was no significant uh, counter to them. Mm-hmm. Is it subverting democracy a little bit? But again, it's not. Unless we, as a people, decide that we are done with the two-party system, mm-hmm. this is what we're gonna have. 
Yeah, and unless we write in changes to the Constitution. Exactly, unless we yeah. unless we all agree that changes to the Constitution should be made, unless we all agree on a change, a fundamental change of the um, governmental electoral um, way that we operate, mm-hmm. we're not going to we're not going to see a difference. Right. And and to be fair, to be clear, um, I am for a fundamental change to the way we elect people. Yep. Get rid of that electoral college, baby. Uh, that's not even, that's not just it, but yes. Number get rid one. Of the, that's number fucking one. That's honestly not number one for it me. It should be number it, one. It, it, it's not. Because changing to a representative, um, uh, proportional representation system is actually better than getting rid of the electoral college. Why not both? Because there's okay, um, proportional representation would be for Congress, right? Not I guess I actually would also be uh, the one who would do away with the, the executive branch, the president. Oh, no president. Ridiculous. The president's ridiculous. <laughs> Are the we president's have a ridiculous. prime minister. Yes. So what's the difference? <laughs> there's a bunch of differences. Um, firstly, I do you think that's. At all possible in this No, I don't. Okay. That's why that's why I haven't brought it up until now. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't at all. But I, I yeah, no. So I'm, I'll I'll leave my I'll leave mine under the vest until later. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, if we're talking about things that could happen, I mean getting rid of the electoral college is also not possible unless we do the thing that you, when I talked about this a while ago, you said wasn't going to happen, which was the uh, Electoral College Pact. Sorry, the, the, the popular compact. vote pact. Compact. Compact. It's a small pact. It's just a compact. compact. <laughs> but you gave me that, like, it's not going to happen, so don't you dare <laughs> give me... <laughs> anyway. Do you, what do you what do you think is the most important electoral change we need to make? Is it it's eliminating it's what what specifically? Um, why do you think that's specifically the most important thing? Because it subverts the will of the people. Please expand. Um, the electoral college disregards the popular vote. It gives more power to small states than populated states. It literally subverts the will of the people in favor of the will of states. I agree. I agree. Which is bullshit. I agree. And also, there was just like a court case that um, states can't do anything to stop um, faithless... um, Electors. Electors. So, and most people, again, don't know that when they vote for somebody for president, they're actually voting for an elector. (laughs) Not, you know, like who's going to go and make their vote in the electoral college. They can vote for whoever they want. Mm-hmm. And but I mean, states and, can't stop it. Right. But let's just be clear. Has that been a huge issue? It's happened a couple times. Has, it has not been a huge issue, exactly. but it has it happened a couple times. And, and one of those times, um, it, it is, was, has uh, it ever changed the outcome of, a, of no. an election? But it is kind of doing what the, that compact you were talking about, that's kind of what it, it's doing. It's, it's along the same lines. The fact that the state might vote for one party, but their electors will go and vote for another party because of this law that was passed. Right? That's, I, I, how, that's how it would be put in practice. 
Yeah, I, in I this current system. See, I don't. I don't think that it's not the like electors and shit that's a huge problem. I don't really give a shit about that. I, I think. I think that the electoral college itself is super alarming and yeah. super undemocratic. It's obviously. Uh, it's in, it's incredibly undemocratic, and it's been that way for years. It's literally. Uh, if you look at like data, it has been stifling the votes of people of color for a while. I mean, it's that's what Forever, it was intended sorry. to yeah, do. It was intended exactly. To. Like you're saying, well, you said it's been that way for years. That was why they did it. The intention <laughs> was to make sure that the public didn't have a. It was to make sure the white wealthy men were really the ones who got the say. That's what it was for. Which they do. Yeah. So, mission accomplished. Exactly. Um, let's move exactly. on to our. Final topic tonight, which are the Democratic uh, debates. Uh, we had a fun, a fun, which are in three days. Which are in three days. The twelfth. Well, right. To be fair, today's the ninth. Right. Is this getting posted on the ninth? No. You're goddamn sure it's not. <laughs> so um, so yeah. In in a it, wait three days. What? They're on September twelfth. They're not on September twelfth. They're on September twelfth. It's on Thursday. Yeah. It's on September twelfth. Which is Thursday? Thursday. <laughs> What's today? The 9th. Monday. What's Thursday? The 12th. I don't like that I don't know what day it is. Well, that's what happens when you don't go to work. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Well, oh, man. Anyway, um, thank you for that. Um, so, on Thursday, we have another Democratic debate. One night only. One night only. Between 10 candidates, so we still have 10 fucking people on a stage um, talking to each other, but it's only 10 of them, mm-hmm. and it's one night only. We have the list of candidates that we have. Um, I'm going to do it by, I think this one doesn't, I don't, anyway, I can't. Oh, they're doing it by podium order, out and in. So I'm going to read it the way I want to read it. <laughs> um, so I'm going to read it podium order. Um so are you starting at the left and no, I'm starting at the middle right? and middle and going out. Okay, like like this. Yes. Okay. Again, you said like this and then did a hand motion. I don't know how to describe that in words. In middle and out. Yeah, but like, like you're doing again two you in the middle. Your, your hands are up, like you're gonna two, do another. Two are next to those. In the I'm gonna middle, do two. two. I'm gonna do two, 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 two. All right. Because there are ten. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Vice President uh, Joe Biden, uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren, Senator Bernie Sanders, Senator Kamala Harris, um, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, Andrew Yang, uh, Senator Cory Booker, um, former Representative Beto O'Rourke, Senator Amy Klobuchar, and (laughs) former HUD Secretary Julian Castro. Um, just want to point out that you were like bobbing your head yes as I was doing each and every name, and that was weird. Just nodding. <laughs> I thought that was so weird. So, um, the debate is in mm, a couple of days, depending on when we put this out. Probably two days. What do you think are the most important issues that are going to come up in this debate? I think. They're going to talk about gun control. Why? Pretty extensively. Do you think there has been any sort of issues in the country? I think so. That would prompt this discussion to happen? Probably, yeah. 
What specifically? Uh, El Paso and Dayton. Okay. Specifically. Okay. And then and, there was another actor, yeah, but yeah. Another in Texas. Yeah. Um, but that's definitely going to be a big issue, and they're going to go to beta with that for sure. Um, and that'll be a good one, I think. There are a lot of good ideas on that stage with regards to gun control that I've heard and I'm interested in hearing. Yeah. We're going to have another uh, super, super annoying debate about healthcare, uh, where we all yell at each other about how <laughs> the monument... The, the minimal differences in their health plans or just in the name of their health plan yep. <laughs> uh, makes the other person uh, terrible. So I love that. Third time we'll get to hear that. That'll be great. Uh, probably talk about climate change for like five minutes because <laughs> that's not too exciting. <laughs> um, economy? I don't know. What do you think? I definitely think which I love I love the end was I don't know economy I don't know um, <laughs> I am gonna say I do think that you are going to see definitely a um, debate on uh, gun control mm-hmm. um, just because of the sheer fact that we are a nation that has um, little to um, little to none of um, like memory mm. and uh we don't we if this would have happened a cup like you know um i want to say three months down like away if this would have had three months previously we wouldn't talk about it because we're too like goldfish to fucking figure this shit out mm. um but this has been in the news a lot recently because this is something that happens regularly in the country and I think that these uh, candidates have a lot of different solutions uh, for this issue. I'm very happy to hear each of them, each of them out on on their uh, specific plans for what needs to be done next. And I think it's going to blow out whatever side of whatever of the right has which literally nothing. is nothing yeah um but yeah no that's gonna be a thing that's gonna be very important and i'm hoping that we at least acknowledge when we have this fight that the other side's not going to do anything yeah obviously here are my here are my proposals here's what i think is important here's what i think would help and I understand that in a, a lively and important debate between what we're going to do, but it needs to be, we need to make sure that it's on the backdrop of the other side is going to do literally nothing, mm-hmm. if not make things worse. The other side is going to look at proposals that would allow more people to carry guns in more public areas. Like, this is fucking important. Um, so I'm, I think that's definitely going to be the thing that's going to be um, one of the four, one of the forefronts of the debate. I will say, um, there was a there was a climate change forum that happened mm-hmm. on CNN that unfortunately we were out for. We were in Atlantic City, um, so when I was in Atlantic City, I'm like, I'm not. You, you can't make me. Um, but but uh, that I think is going to be something that's going to come up. I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, who's hosting this? ABC, right? ABC is hosting the debate. Well, hopefully, we don't have a Jake Tapper on our panel who's going to ask, like, should the plastic straws really be illegal? Like, the... 
That's if CNN had a talk about that Jake Tapper that said that. I don't think it was Jake Tapper that said that. Are you talking about the when he said that to Elizabeth Warren, who was like, "That's a fucking dumb argument." Yeah, I think that was about light bulbs. Okay. Yeah, they have those. Yeah. I don't know. He was just so awful during that debate with the question, the line of questioning were just Republican talking points, and now this, the Republican talking points right now because of that climate change forum is. Like, oh, light bulbs and plastic straws. Like, that's the big fucking deal. It's yeah. not. It's yeah. these companies, but... <sighs> See, I, and I, I, I respect Jake Tapper very much. I think not Jake... as a debate moderator. I... <laughs> <laughs> he can go fuck himself. I think that Jake Tapper... CNN Tapp- can go fuck himself. Okay, hear that, CNN? You come on this podcast and prove us wrong. Ted Turner, you, <laughs> you come on this podcast... Um, no, I, I don't know. I think that, I think that Jake Tapper is very good at his job when his job is putting the feet, putting the feet to the fire of one specific person. Um, Kelly and Conway? Well, no, no, sorry, <laughs> yeah, my apologies. Yeah, okay. I'm like a, like an interview, but yeah. yes, it, it, it tends to be Kelly and Conway <laughs> because apparently he doesn't have the ability to go, she can't come over here anymore because she just keeps making shit up. Um... But no, I, I, I think this, this, the, the way the CNN debate worked was find the things that they partially agree on, sorry, they partially disagree on and make them try to murder each other over it. Mm -hmm. And I'd I would rather see a substantive debate of people on a stage just giving what their ideas are. I would love to watch a forum, literally a forum with all these people. And I would love if the person questioning the other people were the people on the stage saying, well, hang on, mine has this. Why is yours better than this specific thing? Uh, Get prepared. Fucking get ready to fucking go with these people. I am am interested in in a, a discussion between the differences in their policies. But if it's one of those like, well, she said that you're you aren't as rah, rah, rah. do you what's your response to her specifically and not what's your response to your policy that would make things yeah. better that's that's something that's gonna be a problem for me well i i think i i looked at the rules on this one and they're getting 40- rule one there are no rules kill each other <laughs> you each get a sword now so. when they get to respond to another candidate and one of the one of the big problems with the CNN debate is was that they had fifteen seconds to respond if another candidate like mentioned them or if they were like going to them for a response from another candidate. Yeah. Fifteen seconds, which is zero time at all to do anything. Now they have forty five seconds in this one, so at least they can, it won't be like just a ooh quick hit them and then move. Like you can actually talk about your ideas, which will be good, I think. Yeah. No, I, I think, see, the problem is we, and I don't know, part of me thinks that they should have taken the time that they would have had for the other debate and put it into this one. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I know that you and everybody else would be like, I'd rather, I'd rather chew on glass than do this. But I truly believe that it is, it is important that if we're going to have a substantive debate, People should have the amount of time they need to explain yeah. what their proposals are. And I think I think we will get that. Keep in mind, this is 
3 of 12. This is, we're coming up on debate 3 of 12. More people are going to drop out. More people are going to fail to qualify. And we will, once it's down to like five or six people, have time to really get into the nitty gritty. And I think mm-hmm. that'll be good. It's a circus right get, now. We, the, and it's hard to... We're in September 2019. Aren't the first primaries in like, I want to say January or February of 2020? Yeah. We don't have a lot of time for the nitty gritty. We, the nitty gritty needs to start happening now. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, we well, have twelve I, debates. But that's partially. Well, let's fucking get them. Let, let's go. Let's get into this shit right now. That's partially the fault of these fucking candidates who are hanging on and shouldn't be. We know. No, it is not. We know who the final five are going to be. Hang on. You said that. You said that so confidently, and I love when you're confident because. It opens me up to do stuff like this. So, you say, we know who the final five are going to be. You tell me right now who the final five are, and we're going to remember this. All right, we'll come back to this. We're going to come back to this. Who are the final five? Give them a... Okay, I want to preface this by saying somebody like Marianne Williamson might just hang out for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. No, 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 no. I I understand okay. the difference between you're. This is just okay. Let's. I almost said this is just you and me, but it's not. It's there not are people who listen to this. So this is we. I will. I will. Uh, I'm sort of going with who's the final five, and we'll, we we can probably agree with each other on the terms of this, but it's mostly who's still in the race. Who still has a shot to yes. win the race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delegate count, that kind of thing, right. right? Sounds good. Okay, that kind of thing. So, who's the, who are the final five in the race? Warren Harris. Wait, give me one second. Elizabeth Warren, the senator from Massachusetts. Kamala Harris, the uh, senator from uh, uh, California. Go ahead. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, senator from uh, Vermont. Uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden, the former vice president. And Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg, the... He's the wild card. Mayor mayor <laughs> of uh, South Bend, Indiana. Yeah. He's the wild card. He could uh, fall like out of his top position. But it sounded like when you were reading out the list that Yang is his counterpart. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what? Like when? What? <laughs> anyway. Okay, that's interesting. See, I like when you, I like when you're very definitive because I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you down on this. I'm gonna hold you down on. You're gonna um, hold me down. I'm gonna hold you down. Not on, hold me to it. You're gonna hold, hold you, me down. Hold is the phrase. With <laughs> <laughs> a, <laughs> hold you to these these picks. Okay. Not hold you down, which I know <laughs> is wrong. <laughs> I got it. I I'm not good at. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are the five that you yeah. think are going to be the. Okay. So the first step uh, should be all those who didn't make this first debate drop out. Right. Hang now. on, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that all in a second. Right, we're right. literally. I wanted to do that earlier too. Yeah, yeah. Let's real quick before we before we get to that <laughs> go to what are the interesting matchups that you think we're going to see in this? So this is the first time we've yeah. seen. Some of these people, some of the top tier, some of the top five that you've mentioned on stage with each other. Yeah. What do you think's going to happen? What are the, not, sorry, sorry, not what do you think is going to happen. What do you think the most interesting matchups are going to be bucking head policy wise? I mean, I don't know about that. Obviously the ones to watch are 
Warren and Biden and Warren and Harris. They have all not shared the stage. Um, I see it's hard to me hard for me to be like, oh, who's gonna buck heads on? I don't want anybody to be fighting. Just stop fighting. Hopefully, they can all just get their policies no fighting. out and not fight with each other. No fighting. Uh huh. Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, but I mean, I I'd be kind of cool to see if Bernie and Elizabeth keep up their uh, kind of joint effort versus maybe Biden. Um, I don't know who's going to play the uh, Delaney in this debate. Right. It's going to be harder. Because Biden's the one that is the most moderate. Has that road, right? I mean, Klobuchar maybe, but she's mostly stayed quiet. I mean, she might feel the need to speak out a lot more in this one because she's dying politically. Um, Oh, yikes. Yikes. Yeah. But whoa, <laughs> so it, it might be. I, I I don't really think like I've I've heard some talk that like, oh Biden needs to attack Elizabeth during this, or Elizabeth needs to attack Biden, or Bernie needs to attack a like. I don't know. Do they? Will they? I don't know if they need to. I mean, there's still so many hangers on. I. But okay. What do you think? I, I okay. I, I I'm gonna say this. I don't know. I'm saying that they don't actually have to attack each other. Um, the top tier, the bottom tier do. They have to distinguish themselves mm-hmm. as the the one who is better for the nation than one of the top tier. Because if they don't try to pick right. up the top tier, right. the top tier are gonna get the top and they're gonna mm-hmm. plummet right down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you're gonna see, <laughs> and and keep in mind. There's still a middle. There's a there's a big hunk of the middle that some of these people are going to be looking at saying, I need to get into there at least. Beto, Buttigieg, Yang. Beto, Buttigieg, Yang, Castro. Castro's not middle. I, I mean, if you're talking in terms of this debate, or are we talking the whole field I'm not, I'm not, No, 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 my apologies, my apologies. I added Castro because I like Castro, but I'm not talking about, yeah. I'm not talking about him being in the middle. He's he's the lower tier of the... Yes. If we're talking about, if we're talking about the 10 people on the debate stage, um, I, I don't mean, know. yeah, it's basically that order you gave, so... Yeah, but I, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not trying to put those, I'm not trying to put, like, certain people that, but, but some of those people on the debate stage are definitely in the middle. Castro's one of the lower end of the debate stage. He's yeah. also with Yang. Yang is lower in the... But he's not... Yes. Not in terms of these rankings, he's getting like, and in the last debate too, he was like in the fourth position. Yeah, that's so true. So clearly, there is something going on that we're not. No, no, we're not privy to. Yeah, People, Yang has a hard following. The yeah. same way that in 2016, uh, Bernie had a hard following that you could not peel off with, mm-hmm. a, with any with a fucking crowbar. Yeah, um, I don't so, see Yang attacking. I don't see Yang like. Feeling the need to move up from where he is right at this point. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So let me let me make it let me let me figure this out. I think that the three people that you're gonna see that would have to I'm gonna tell you three people that I think have to make some sort of a move yep. at someone at the top, and I'll tell you the two people I think are going to. And one of actually two of them you've already seen do it. Um so my three people, Castro is going to push uh, Booker is going to push, and Klobuchar is yep, going to push. Yep, those are my same. Those are the three that need. Sorry, I said it keeps saying going to. They're the ones who need to push. Yeah, that's. I agree. I've 
I know that Castro is going to, because mm-hmm. he had no problem go- getting into a straight up fist fight with with Beto O'Rourke over immigration. Mm-hmm. He's going to continue uh, doing so. Booker will continue to punch at Joe Biden to try to. And here's my thing: I'm not sure if it's necessarily to get people to, to Booker's side or to just get people away from Joe Biden. But if he's pushing for the presidency, he's going to push these people away from Joe Biden. Now, my thing is, with Amy Klobuchar... She's been so quiet. I don't know I don't know who she's going to fight. Yeah. I don't know who she has... Because she's trying to occupy the same lane, essentially, as Joe Biden. So, who does she... Who does she punch at? Who does she try to take, take shots at? Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the progressives. It's going to be more progressive. She's not going to take shots at moderates. But... Uh, it's she's gonna be doing that, knowing they're not going to flock to her. They're gonna flock to others. So I'm, I'm wondering. Uh, that's the thing I'm very interested in. Who Amy fights? Because Amy has to. Amy's gonna have to take us take some take some swings at somebody. Yeah. I'm very interested in seeing who. Yeah. Who do you who do you think is gonna be the who who do you think is most interesting to watch swing? And you can choose Amy if you want to watch swing. Like who is going to be or watched in the whole debate? Like, <laughs> sorry, what? Who do you think of the lower tier is is going to be most? Oh, interesting? you know who I'm going to be most interested in. Uh, tell him, tell him. It's Corey. It's Corey. It's Corey. It's our, it's our man. I'm from not Newark. interested in Amy Klobuchar at all. Yeah, it's our man from Newark, Batman. Yeah. Be straight up doing it. How about you? Who are you most interested to watch? I am most interested in seeing... <laughs> so you said yours and mine. I think everybody knows too. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, Julian and or Joaquin Castro mm-hmm. um, on that debate stage. I, I do think that he deserves to be there. And I, I really don't like that he's at like the like the further end yeah. that he's on. That he's been relegated to like the like further end of the, of the uh, debate. This person has such a great he's he's the person who has a lot of plans that you don't hear about because you only hear about Warren having plans. Mm-hmm. Like he is great. He is an amazing candidate and just doesn't have the coverage that everybody else seems to have. Yeah. Like that Beto O'Rourke fucking has for no goddamn reason besides the fact that he stands on every goddamn thing. Can we keep a tracker of the number of times you mentioned Beto O'Rourke standing on things in I mean, each episode? We could. Because uh, it's, it's every single episode. Okay, I'll stop. The it's Democrats. the same way that I said, well, it's the same, well, well, I'll fix it. It's the same way that we had that thing where the, earlier in the podcast... Like, early on, I would say, this is a problem. This is a big fucking problem. <laughs> How many times have I said that recently? Not a lot. Not a lot. I stopped, and I will stop this if this is a problem for me. But it's not a problem. It's not a big fucking problem. I just think that Beto O'Rourke seems to have, like, a he encapsulated people from, like, not winning a Senate seat against Ted Cruz. And you know, like, that's Cory awesome. Booker doesn't get nearly as much attention for cursing as Beto O'Rourke. I know! I know. And that's straight up nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> that's because Corey goes to CNN and does it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so, let's... We got this down. Let's skip to the debate in October. Alright. The debate in October, you have to qualify for the debate in October. It has the same qualifications 
except for you have to meet these qualifications by, I believe it's October 1st, and you have in, uh, uh, seriously, in t- like, from now, from from b- way before mm-hmm. until now. Yeah. Um, until October 1st. So, um, Tom Steyer has already qualified. Um, we're going to have some other people probably qualify. Tulsi Gabbard's probably going to qualify. Mm-hmm. I believe, and I could be wrong. I think Tulsi and Tom Steyer were the only ones who had any polls at 2%. So it might just be those two added. I think Marianne had one. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Can't we be done? Marianne Williamson had one. Um, So she is also on her way to qualify. Well, actually that's not true. She has to do some work to to get into the debate. Yeah. Um, Gotta get four. So, (laughs) what do you think Tom Steyer is going to add to this debate? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Taking away. He's he's not just going to add, he's going to take away the debate. Do you think anybody who is on the stage tonight will drop out before the next one? Who's on on the stage tonight? Or not tonight, but the next debate sorry sorry who's on the debate in the next in the next uh debate who's in the september 12th debate do you think any of them will drop out before the october debate no why would they they're still in the next debate yeah i, I i'm just wondering if any because if any of them do and then top star makes it we still have a 10 person one night debate <laughs> the only thing well no we, no we have the uh, October, we have it. Oh, oh, okay. if somebody drops out, if somebody drops out, no, the only yeah. thing Tom Steyer is really adding is that we get to split the debate in two and we have longer, you know, a longer opportunity to talk to these people. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was gonna say, I'm like, it sounds like you're down on my boy Steyer, but it seems like I don't want to hear him talk. Hey, whoa, <laughs> my, my homie Steyer has been telling people that we shouldn't preach Trump for a while now, uh-huh. but. Which is something you were on the side of. Right. You you seem to be like... I don't think our presidential candidate should be running on that, because I think they should be running on that. He's not running on that. He's not running on that. But that's what he he made his name from. So why should I care about him as a presidential candidate? I I don't care. Just because he's a billionaire? I don't give a fuck about fucking billionaires. Why? They have so much money. Uh (laughs) I guess that means they should run the fucking country. Maybe they should... I mean, look, we elected a... I want to say "quote unquote" billionaire, and it's been going straight up great. Mm-hmm. Uh, real bad. I don't even remember what I was gonna say. Um, but but so what, so. what do you think, Tom Steyer adds to the debate? I don't know what Tom Steyer adds to the debate besides the he didn't have the and this is because he was not elected. He doesn't have the hesitance that everybody else has to uh, impeach the president. All right, but that's not about the debate. And not what he's running on. Oh, am I, I was talking about what he's out of the debate. That's what the question was. Oh, ah, see, I don't remember what the question was. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes you don't. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You want to answer it now? Oh, yeah, I'll answer it now. What's Tom Sire in the debate? Yeah. Not a lot. <laughs> he's going to be going to the debate with not a lot. He's essentially, it's, it's, I don't want to say it this way, but. You know, we've, we've lost Howard Schultz, so it's almost like we added Howard Schultz, brought him to the Democratic Party, and put him in this debate. I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to really add anything that's important or, like, we, don't ha- we haven't had, which is why I'm like, why are you running for president? Well, what else does a billionaire do with all their money and time? He, well, he, had a lot of, he spent a lot of money 
trying to get it the president peach but again warren buffett's not running for president like what is that i'm not i'm warren not gonna, buffett's a cool billionaire. i'm not gonna he's not a cool billionaire but i'm not gonna he's like a he's like an old he's, you know we're all whatever i'm not gonna like attack billionaires for just being billionaires or whatever i wouldn't whatever. attack them for just being billionaires you literally were, you were if they weren't running for president based on that <laughs> He's not. That's, right. It's not what right. based on. So why aren't you running for president? It's because you're not a fucking billionaire. Me? Why yeah. am I not running for president? Yeah. I can't keep the job I have right now. Oh yeah. While for well, president. if you were a billionaire, that wouldn't matter. Uh, okay, that's that's true. But again, that's it's, not why I'm not all right. Right. Whatever. right. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I don't even remember where we were because you decided to have this weird fight with me right now. Um. Next I, debate. Next debate. Uh, who? We're going to... Yeah. I. So we're going to have probably Tom Steyer. Probably going to have Tulsi Gabbard, who I also wish would drop the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think there are going to be anybody else? That, do you think anyone else is going to possibly qualify and uh, hop in there? Or do you think it's just going to be those 11 to 12? 12 yeah. And um, we have a two night of six people. I can't see how these people are going to get 2% in polls when they're not even in this debate, so I really don't think, but hell, I could be wrong. Hopefully it's just 11 to 12, and everybody else drops out. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, I... I Do you I, see anybody else coming? I don't. I, I'm looking. I can't figure out where other people get into the poll. I know I'm probably wrong, Um and other people will make it in. But, I mean, if we're looking at it, and <laughs> this also could just be, like, a, I, I dislike this. You know, let, let, me, let me switch it up. Marianne Williamson can find her way into the next October poll if she gets three debate. more polls with her... Uh, sorry, de- debate with... If she gets three more polls with herself at 2%. Right. Um, I don't she's think she's a she joke will. vote, too. I'm sure, like, when... Oh, she's the joke, though. Like, if if people are doing a poll and they're like, ah, I don't know. If they want to throw a silly... You know, some people write in Mickey Mouse when they're voting. So, some people might be taking this poll and just saying Marianne Williams. You heard it here first. Co-host of the podcast thinks that uh, Marianne Williamson is Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I, 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 I just... I don't think so, but... I don't know. I think she could make her way in. I don't necessarily think she will. I think that we probably have the 11, and if if Tulsi... But see, the, the thing is, Tulsi has two polls at 2%. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marion has one. It's, an un, it's not unlikely that both of them make it in. It's not crazy unlikely, especially since it's until... They have until October 1st. Right. But the thing, the, the, the hindrance is, we're going to see a debate without them on the stage. Yeah. So there's no bump they're going to get from that debate. Yeah. And Tulsi didn't get enough of a bump of the debate after she took shots at Senator Harris to uh, get on there. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really, really difficult for them. I think so. So I know who you're going to say. Um... Which the answer for you is everybody, but if you don't, if you if you don't make it in the October debate, 
Who should drop out? Everybody. They should already drop out. <laughs> they should already drop out. Michael Bennett should be done. John Delaney should be done. I don't remember the rest. Should be done. <laughs> Joe Sestak was never in this to begin with. He is in this. Uh-uh. No. Wayne Messam. Is he still running? Yeah, man. Jesus. Everybody drop out. <laughs> I think that most people should drop out. However, I do understand. Is Bill understand. de Blasio still running? He sure is. But he might not. If he doesn't qualify for the October debate, I believe it was. It came out that he said he might drop out if he doesn't qualify. <laughs> so you crossing your fingers? Sure. I do mean, it, honestly, if we don't have to see them on a debate stage, I don't care what the fuck they're wasting everybody's money on. <laughs> do you not think that Bill de Blasio has any sort of value to this race? No. Really none? Really none. None whatsoever. He did something interesting in the first debate and then did not do something interesting in the second. But he's still running. You just didn't care about his run. Why, what, sh- what do you- why should I? <laughs> why should we have progressive candidates? He's a really progressive candidate. All right. He's not going to be the fucking president. <laughs> Should we only care about people who are going to be the president? Yeah, really. The Republicans didn't only care about people who are going to be the president. They cared about Donald Trump and he became the president. That worked we out great for the we country. Tur- we turned out to, uh, we didn't just care about people who could be the president. We cared about people who wanted to be the president and Barack Obama became the president. I voted. All right. I couldn't vote. You couldn't vote that time. I saw. Oh, that was quick. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I would have voted for Clinton in that primary, so. Yeah, and he would, and she wouldn't have won. Right. Okay. We had a person who, you so there's no one that you. <laughs> no. No. I think we've got enough good qualified candidates at the top. We don't need to grab Bill de Blasio into that mix. We're, we're good. It can be a woman. That's okay. <laughs> so Amy, you're looking for Amy. No, Amy's boring. Wow, okay. I'm from the Midwest. My Uncle Dick and his hunting stand. Whoa, don't talk about his her Uncle Dick like that. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's... I don't know. I, I just wish that you were as, like, wide-eyed and excited for some of these people that you should be. Are you? Yeah, of course I am. Who are you excited about? Who am I excited for? Have you not heard about the parent trap theory? The parent trap theory. Mm-hmm. We could get parent trapped. I love it. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I understand the idea that you're like, we shouldn't care about people who are going to waste our time. But let's be honest. Some of the people we thought were wasting our time became the president. So, I don't know. Let's maybe look into it a little bit more before we decide we're done with it. And before we go, we are going to end this with another Marianne Williamson tweet. And Marianne says, Dance in the fields of infinite possibilities. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>